0: Are you listening to CBJRadio.com yet? The 2021 International Singer-Songwriters Association Radio Station of the Year. It's a free internet radio station. Brand new shows every day. Shows range from rock to hip-hop to all independent artist shows and a Friday night request show. And don't miss retro Saturday nights. Make CBJRadio.com the only Internet radio station you listen to.
1: All my friends, all my friends, all my friends with Justin Flaskerud. All my friends, all my friends. All my friends with Justin Flaskerud.
0: Hello, friends. How you doing? Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the show on whatever platform you listen to it on. And like the Facebook page, All My Friends with Justin Flaskrude. Now, folks, do you look back at your life and wonder how you are still alive in this crazy, crazy world? I've done some crazy things in my past that have most likely put me in harm's way. And while I'm trying to limit the crazy stuff I do now and in the future, I do watch a lot of murder shows. And it's shocking how you could be, you know, getting a Slurpee or hanging out in a convenience store and someone walks in and kills everyone in the store over some money or a vendetta against someone in the store or the company itself. Then there are the stories that You start dating someone and then they kill you or their ex does. I can't believe the amount of sexual assaults that happened back in the day where a guy would just walk into a house and rape a woman. Now, I don't live in fear because of these crimes. I just feel lucky that those type of crimes are not happening around me. All right, now that I've got you fear in the world, sorry about that. Let's get to the interview. Today's guest is Emily Huffman. I have some good memories with Emily from back in the day. I moved back to Laramie in 2003 after spending about three and a half years in Long Island, New York. And uh, I was married there and uh, got a divorce and uh, moved back to Laramie. And I, I needed some good friends to help me get me through that divorce. And Emily was part of the circle because she was married to one of my friends from the broadcasting world. And wow, folks, it's just amazing how time just flies just flies one minute you're playing cards with friends hanging out having a few drinks watching sports and the next minute they live in another city and their kids are just much much older where did the time go well let's find out let's get to the interview
2: was born in uh, actually in st louis missouri but i only lived there for like four or five weeks oh, okay and um my dad was actually or my, he is i mean whatever once a pastor always a pastor my oh, dad yeah. was a lutheran was a lutheran pastor and he was finishing up his last year at the seminary when i was i was born in june of his last year there um, and so in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, you do not get to pick the first place mm-hmm. that you go. They assign you somewhere. You can, like, give a suggestion, but it's, like, never a guarantee. And we actually ended up in um, a very tiny farming town about 45 minutes north of Minot, North Dakota, oh, wow. in uh, S- a Grenfell, Saskatchewan. Wow. So- <laughs> We lived there for almost four years. Um, okay. my little brother Jesse, was born there. okay. Um and then uh, and then we moved to a little another little town, like five thousand people in um, Northwestern Iowa. And we lived there for four years. And then my dad took a call to um, a town in Wyoming in Gillette, Wyoming, and that's where we lived until I was um, eighteen. I mean, that they lived there until I was 22 I gotcha. and I lived there, you know, obviously past that. So, oh. um.
0: so are they native Missourians? Is that what you say? Uh,
2: my mom is, my dad is, my dad actually grew up mostly in Iowa. His okay. dad was a pastor also. And so they oh. moved around a little bit when he was a kid as well, but mostly in uh, Iowa. But my mom grew up in St. Charles. Okay. um which you know it's like it's just across the river from st louis she lived in missouri her whole life okay um until she got married so
0: and how'd they meet like school my days.
2: parents yeah my parents <laughs> I mean... met at a uh junior lutheran college in concordia go. missouri which is like wow. a very small slice of life uh <laughs> and they met in the cafeteria line oh there i know i mean there's like there's like maybe 200 kids 250 kids that went to that school so it wasn't but it was a uh it was it was a junior college but you could live there okay so um they both so they lived there and then in true 1970s style you know they got married like a year and a half later of
1: course makes sense
2: when they were like when they were uh 20 and 21 So,
0: I mean, I don't know if you'll answer, but did your dad always want to be a minister? Like, no, he did
2: not. He actually, um, when he was first in college, he was going to be, uh, he was going to go take over my, uh, my great uncle's farm in Northern Iowa. That was kind of his plan. And then he decided though, he was going to get a teaching degree. He thought he'd do that first. So my parents, they went to this school in Concordia, Missouri for a while for their first two years. And then they both went to um, Concordia. Again, this is all very Lutheran, oh okay. my word. Um, went to Concordia huh. Lutheran University in Seward, Nebraska. Huh. Again, none of these towns have more than like 5,000 people yeah. in them total. Um, and they both got teaching degrees from there. And then while my, while they, and they were, by the time they went to Seward, they were married. Okay. Um, and uh, while my, while they were there, my dad decided to go to the seminary in St. Louis. So they went there to St. Louis for two years and my mom taught at a Lutheran school there. Um, and then they went and actually this is their Oregon connection. This is how they ended oh. up back out there. They, um, in your third year at the seminary, you go, it's like student teaching okay. it's called a vicarage. And so he went out, they went out to Portland for that and they loved it. there. like, <laughs> it was always kind of someone that they, somewhere that they would have like liked to have gone back to eventually. Um, and so my mom actually worked at the portland public library that year cool <laughs> yes which she said was very it was hard if she was when she was having a hard time finding a teaching job because they knew she'd only be there for a year yeah so yeah she worked at the portland public library and they did like really cool in your 20s stuff but like, they climbed that hood oh wow while they yeah. were there yeah and um you know went down to like into like northern california a lot um, did tons of like skiing and hiking and, um, they have really cool pictures <laughs> from all of that back then. So, 70 um,
0: pictures, your dad, would yes! be oh my
2: gosh. <laughs> yes. My dad with his, yes. And his like fake stubble here. And then of course, you know, they both have like that, like whatever that haircut was, I guess it's the shag, right? Yeah. Where, like it kind of like flips up at the ends a little bit. Um, so yeah, that was, <laughs> oh Yeah. <laughs> Um and then for their fourth year, they went back to St. Louis. And then I, my mom was pregnant with me her whole like that whole last she taught at the same school wow. and she was pregnant with me that whole last year. She was teaching. So um so
0: are, anyway. you, are your are your first like childhood like memories you moved a few times, where are were they in Gillette or were they in
2: like, um oh no, I definitely remember Dakota. living I, I barely well, in Saskatchewan. Yeah. In Kansas, I barely remember that. Like okay. maybe. Like a splice or two here or there. I definitely remember living in Iowa because we lived yeah. there from when I was four until the end of second grade. Oh wow! So I definitely remember that. Um, but definitely, you know, Wyoming was uh, that's where my heart and soul. Yeah, yeah. Of <laughs> um, growing up, and I people ask me where I'm from. I always say I'm from Wyoming. Like that's yeah. my 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 standard answer for that for sure. Like give you, that's where I've I've lived there the most number of years. So I count yeah. that as my. <laughs> my home
0: Wyoming is now for me I've lived in Wyoming yes Yes. like this is it this is where I am
2: yeah for
0: sure but the the real keen people will be like but you don't sound like people from Wyoming and I was like yeah yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) is there an someone once told me I had an accent too and I'm like I do not have an accent (laughs)
0: no. <laughs> there, there is a little bit of a of a draw to real like native wyoming folk
2: okay and fair. so
0: i think the like them. the further into uh the sticks you get uh the little more draw he gets because they picked it out between ray and i one time and i was like you oh noticed that like and then i started really listening to ray and i was like yeah that's there's that definitely a different like sound than me yeah
2: yeah
0: um so yeah uh what were you into like as a kid were you academics were you athletic Oh very
2: much. I was I was a nerd okay. such oh yeah real nerd like in a ma- like my kids make fun of me about this now. Like I was in this thing called Odyssey of the Mind which is like where it was like a group of kids that you would get like like a problem to solve huh? and you'd ha- uh or I don't know I, I'm not describing that correctly but uh, it was it was like basically like a compi- like a engineering slash creativity. You'd get like some weird problem to solve, uh, yeah. and then have to do it like in a competition style. It was like a robotics competitions pre robotics. I think. Um, yeah, like I was in student council and National Honor Society, and wow. um, mm-hmm, yeah, r- mm-hmm. I was. <laughs> And I wasn't even cool enough to like actually do any sport. I was just the manager.
0: <laughs> hey, those people are needed. Right. Well needed.
2: I um sorry, I'm like trying to get like I should have done this downstairs. Um I uh, all my friends ran cross country and so they like, you should be the uh the and track, they're like, you should be the track manager. And that was by far the best time ever because I could just sit there in my tank top all day long and like drink diet Coke and get a tan
1: yeah,
2: and you know, not really do anything. Hang out. So that was really fun. Um, obviously like lots of church stuff. Like I was super active in my youth group. Um, like went on, I went on a mission trip to Mexico when I was in high school, um, and like built a house down there. Um, it's in Tijuana.
1: I know. Um, and I now just... that
2: I've been to Mexico as an adult, I'm like, <laughs> that was a very, that was a very different experience. <laughs> oh,
0: Tijuana. I've been there twice. Once. Yeah. At, what did you. Once at night, like for like the clubs and party. And that, <laughs> that's what I expected. And then we went once during the day and it was like in your face, poverty, like the word, like everybody's like trying to make a dollar or yeah pesos whatever it, but
2: it's definitely yeah. like a haggling society yeah. right or like a what you want to call that uh people just selling their stuff or, yeah all over the place like from yes.
0: from like you sit down to have like some food and then you got the mariachi band that comes over and wants some money then you got the little yes. kids that come over and want to sell you candy and you wants and,
2: and chiclets oh my gosh yeah. so many chiclets yeah. all over the place yeah it was uh yeah the and i didn't of, i remember the family okay. that we built the house for, or no, I'm sorry. Uh, the family we built the house for, there was 11 of them. Wow. And they were living in this like corrugated plastic, like two-room slash with like hefty bags for like the ceiling wow. and the roof or whatever. And we built them this like one room uh, like structure and they were just like over the moon. Yay. Right. And I'm just like, it was a very good experience for a sixteen-year-old yeah. me to yeah. have, for sure.
0: When you went, for other sure. people are going on spring break to Mexico, <laughs> <laughs> build houses.
2: <laughs> the, me. the, the pastor's kids going to Mexico yeah. to build a house, right? That's very good. yes,
0: that makes sense.
2: Yeah, that checks out.
0: Yeah. That, that yes. But But yeah, uh, that's sure. uh, I. I mean, we as yes, the managers for athletics were good. I played tons sports. I wasn't really that activity you played
2: football right
0: yeah that was probably my main sport but i also um ski i was in high school i skied too i raced I and uh, we
2: had a ski team
0: yeah so i raised okay. far away so we could get up there and get like one r- ride on the lift and then the next the time we had a hike up the hill that sucked but it got you in shape
2: oh and my gosh yeah
0: yeah um but like as a kid i played soccer but mm-hmm. yeah i played soccer till like 5th grade or 5th or 6th grade and i quit cuz i and i was good at it i quit cuz i wanted to watch saturday morning cartoons and soccer was just getting in the way but well then that I,
2: sounds like as good a reason of any yeah, to not do a sport yeah
0: but then i got into wrestling like like regular wrestling not pro i mean, i was already into pro Re- wrestling, yes. but regular yes. wrestling <laughs> and uh, i was like looking back i'm like why you blew it you had your chance to watch those saturday morning cartoons but you went and wrestled and you got your game. butt kicked so much and i did wrestling for a couple of years but i got tired of doing it and um basketball i love playing my dad was a really good basketball player so like we'd hang out okay. we shoot a lot of baskets but football was my sport i liked hitting people i was good at it yeah and uh but i did enough in academics just to get by but i also felt at the time I was a little bit behind the curveball because I'm left-handed and I didn't know any mm-hmm. left-handed people until maybe middle school and so oh I my was,
2: gosh that's so funny yeah
0: I was marrying everybody, everybody a buddy how to like do everything and so when we're learning how to write things I'm just I'm struggling to see it and they're like all right on the cursive and I'm like what are you talking about on the cursive right? I'm just trying to get this normal print remind
2: down. me how old were you when you guys moved to when your 13. mom
0: needs to wear me 13 okay yeah. okay and so um oh I, I, I struggled for a lot in academics so I probably didn't give it the full attention I probably could have and my and everyone was like my dad was a teacher my stepmom's teacher my stepdad taught classes I had educators all around yeah. me and wasn't an nobody picked student. up on
2: the left hand thing like hey maybe he needs like a little uh that's so funny. Now you yeah. have an IEP. Oh my gosh, yeah. you'd have a or, or something. You you'd have a plan. Yeah,
0: like <laughs> my, and my mom. Everyone tried to switch me over, and my mom was just fed oh. against it. Like it's not happening. And I it was great when it came to like sports, like basketball. I had one good move on right. because they wouldn't expect the left hand. Yeah, for sure. And but yet also like football, everybody goes down a three point stance. I'm the only one in the left-handed three-point stance, so I'm like, "That's me." I can see me. I know where I'm at. You're like, watching, "I know
1: who I am." <laughs> yeah, when I'm, film, I'm watching right? film.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and so, but it was it was interesting. But yeah, looking back, I wish I would have been a better better student all the way through. But hindsight, I played a lot of sports and had fun, and um, didn't really
2: okay, okay. focus what on my mind later. What job interview have you been on with? Like, hey, what was your high school GPA? Like, we're yeah, really interested true. in that? Like, no trail no yeah no
0: How do you like no that was i think they were using um then we have calculators in we're using the slides right.
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah it was it was a table where you went over and across yeah yeah, yeah. based on how many a's and b's you yeah have. you know i think about this a lot so my kids are both i have an eighth grader and a tenth grader yeah. and i was like we'll get to that like in a minute or whatever yeah. but they have and this is like common everywhere now uh, we're on power school. Now we've gone through multiple iterations of like things that they use to track grades oh. for me as like a really good student. That would have probably driven me insane to be able to, I would have been obsessively checking that like, Oh, oh, and I would have been in there arguing with the teachers about <laughs> like, um, I I actually got a 49 out of 50 on this on a 40. I mean, I would have argued every point like to the nth degree, um, but it is nice. It's just, it's a good conversation starter, but my kid. My kids will text me and they'll be like, if you look in power school today, I actually turned three things in. So like that grade that I have in English isn't actually like, right. So <laughs> the, it's so funny how they're uh, like, so preemptive. Yeah. <laughs> it cracks me up.
0: The the instant but, access thing. It's crazy. Yes. Man.
2: Oh my gosh. I
0: could at least buy some yes. time as a kid before that I got right. yelled at for grades, but yeah.
2: <laughs> I know. Yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, so you are the oldest sibling of yes how many? I'm
2: three. Three three. Yes. I have um, you know, hot jesse. Yes, I know my jesse. younger. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: <Jesse. laughs> I know, but my... so he's 18 months younger than me. Okay. And then um actually my mom, like my parents tried for like years to have more kids. They actually wanted yeah. to have four kids. Um, and it just didn't happen. My mom was told she just had like some secondary infertility. They weren't really sure why they're like, you know, you can like keep trying, but like, you're probably not going to happen. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then when I was 16 and Jesse was 15, she wow. when she was 41, she wow. got pregnant. Wow. Yes. So, um, so yeah, we have Micah, um, and he and Jesse actually both live in Portland um still it's micah micah is okay he was born in 1997 he's 25 so i'm 40 i'm gonna be 42 in like a month and he's 25
1: that's
0: amazing
2: i know (laughs) (laughs) know. believe me yes yeah so um so so yeah just and jesse met his um wife at university of wyoming when we were both there kylie and they're still married um they um, live in. That they do actually live in Portland. Okay. Um, he's an accountant at a uh, finance firm there, um, like a, a director person there. And then she actually uh, works at an eating disorder clinic. Oh. Yes.
1: That's
2: there odd. she went to. She um, got her counseling degree a while ago and um, kind of tried out some different things, but uh, this she really. Loves doing yeah. this so, um, new name dog named Macy. No <laughs> kiddos, but okay, no,
1: dogs, yeah. but no, no little hot dog. Jessies,
2: <laughs> yeah, no little hot, no, none of that, and then, yeah. um. Jesse moved out there like right after he graduated because he didn't have a job right away. Yeah. And he worked for, I'm trying to remember, he worked for a mortgage firm that oh. was like horrible. And this was at like the height of like shady mortgages, right? Oh, like yeah. in the early 2000s. Yep. Um, and
1: he
2: he like could not, He's it was really bad. So he ended up quitting actually without, and I was just appalled. I'm like, how can you quit a job and not have another job? <laughs> like that is like I, just a foreign concept to me yeah. but uh which jesse and i are about like this polar opposite like i'm so type a and he's <laughs> so oh my gosh like so not like that at all um so ended up then he like just kind of hung out for a while with yeah a bunch of he came out I remember he, that he came out to wyoming During that. And I can't remember. I don't know if you were there yet or not. Yeah, I
0: was in the Wyoming. I knew Jesse. So if he came back, I might have been not in town, but yeah.
2: Was okay, was he still in school when you Yeah. Okay, that's right. That's right. Okay. So anyway, then he ended up getting this job. I can't remember. I think it's called Fluent or Fluence or something. They mostly do like taxes um and finance stuff for um medical type offices okay. like they have a lot of doctors and dentists that are their clients and he's been there what like since 2000 like six wow so i know these he has there for a long time top dog i know right
0: yeah
2: uh, he actually has he, he does actually have some people that like kind of like report to him or whatever oh. um and then micah so he my parents left wyoming in two in the fall of two thousand two, so like right after I got married the first time right. and moved to, um, they lived in actually Tired, oh, yeah. um, and then Micah was five when they moved there, and then um, and he went to um, twelve, but he went to twelfth in high school. Okay, um, just based on where they lived or whatever, yeah. and then didn't really know what he was going to do. He he. Uh, He wrestled in high school, but um, also like, I mean, whatever. I I don't want to call him a party kid, but a little (laughs) bit, like a little bit. um, Yeah. And was like really not like ready to go to college. So he actually ended up joining the Marines.
1: Oh, damn.
2: I know. Right. Like that's a a choice.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) That's different than college. Um, and it was by far the best thing he ever did. Like he was only in, he was only, I shouldn't say that. He was in for four years. Um, and he went, where did he go? He went to Iraq once and he went to Syria for his last tour, which was nuts. Um, and then he got out in the summer of 2019. Um, and while he was, um, while he was in the Marines, it was before he went to Syria he was at a New Year's Eve party. He was back home in Portland on leave for Christmas at a New Year's Eve party. And he met this girl that he knew from middle school. Uh, and they, like, went on a date, sort of hanging out. He went back down. He was um, stationed in 29 Palms, down in, like, Palm Springs, okay. California. Um, he went back down there. They kept on stage. Anyway, he's getting married uh, on July 2nd to this uh, girl. Um, cool. she, her name's Leah. She's a nurse. Uh, and he actually she just graduated like last a well, while i can't remember maybe a year ago um she works at a hospital in portland and then he is actually going to portland state university um and trying to get into pa school um completely paid for by, by going. i mean it's yes yeah, it's, nice. it's really ideal um so so anyway i'm really like it's it's that could have been like a much different story for yeah. him so i um, it's like really good that he did the marines like it yeah. that was really the best and he's like you know he's like i don't mind like being like an older person in my classes and psu isn't necessarily like it's not you know traditional it's a hardcore hard party school it's... though. he's like and my mom said this too she's like emily she's like if he would have gone to osu she's like he would have died like there's <laughs> no way he would have made it um Oregon so State, I think a big
0: party school. Wow.
2: All right. I know what? Never would have guessed, right? I, I, think, I would drink a lot too actually, if I was a
0: beaver,
1: but yeah.
2: Right. He up. actually went, or I think Leah, his wife, actually, or his soon to be wife, I think she actually went to OSU uh, for a little while and then ended up transferring out to go finish nursing school in Portland because it was just not. I can't, I don't know the whole story there, yeah. but. But anyway, so yes, they're getting married in Port. She's from Portland, like she grew <sighs> up there, also. So, uh, I know cause you were at. Okay, never mind. You weren't at our wedding. I was like, no. yeah, he was five when we got when I when Brian uh, um, and I got married. Um, so, yeah, so yeah. I,
0: maybe I, when that was like 2001 or so. 2000. When
2: D- Brian and I got married in June of 2002.
0: Okay, yeah, it yes. came back in 2003. And
2: that's right. Okay. Um so yeah, so okay, college. Obviously I went to the University of Wyoming. But
0: did you uh, you know you wanted to go to college? Was University of Wyoming your first choice?
2: Uh no, Uh. but I got a free ride. There you go. So it became my first choice. choice. Became in yes. a
0: very, very easy choice.
2: Yeah. And I always knew I wanted to do something in healthcare. Like I remember I have like uh my mom has like something from like a career day when I was in second grade. And I was like, I want to be a nurse when I grow up. Wow. And I thought for a little while that like I would maybe like, I don't know, I thought about like going to PA school or something like that and or doing something like a little bit, you know um more advanced maybe than nursing, but Uh it just I I was in my freshman year and I was like, you know what? This is dumb. Like I'm just gonna become a nurse. Like that's what I've always wanted to do. Like it's a great starting place for other things. So um I can't remember when I actually like in at the University of Wyoming at that point in time, at the beginning of your beginning to middle of your sophomore year, you applied to get into school Um, and then it was it was a you had to have like x amount of prerequisites and then it was a two-year program
1: yeah after
2: that so I actually ended up finishing in four years which was um nice because that's when the money (laughs) that's when my full ride ended Uh, (laughs) was was at four years so that was that was good timing um and then uh I hope my parents never listen to this but you know I met Ryan when I was 19 at The parlor.
0: Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Yes,
2: that's how we met. Not the uh,
0: bar, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, right. You got to be twenty-one to go there. But hey,
2: <laughs> and and to, but my uh, friend Carolyn was very friendly with a couple of the guys that worked at the parlor, and come. she's like, "They won't hard you, so like just just come with me." And I remember this very like I will never forget this. It was a Thursday night, um, so we went to the cowboy first, and she's like let's go to the parlor and um yeah and i met all of them that night i met ah. robert ray brian um Frank. what was the guy who was the owner of the parlor jason. Or the jason yeah blah, blah. <laughs> um yeah wow and, anyway i ended up like and i'm trying to think i think we went out like i oh, went on a date you know and our first date was i went over to his apartment and we watched WrestleMania. Yes, or not Wrestle. We, wa- we watched we wrestling, like Monday yes. Night Wrestling.
1: Yes, and
2: I, I mean I was nineteen. I was like, oh my gosh, this is, like he has an apartment, like this is so fancy. Oh my gosh,
0: red flag wrestling fan right there. I,
2: I should have <laughs> known, like right then and there. Um, and, you know, and he was older than he is four years older than
1: okay. Me, so,
2: and he he graduated from. Like so, we met in November of
1: nineteen ninety nine.
2: Okay, and um, that that was the most fun like December of my entire college career. Like when <laughs> I first met Ryan and all his friends. Oh
1: uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> um. Oh my gosh, it was just. I bet all all. I never drank. I mean, that is by far the most I ever drank in my entire like to this day. Filled out. It was. I'm like. I believe it. And, but, you know, when you spent the first year and a half of college, like trying to figure out who was going to buy alcohol for you and you had this like built-in people, <laughs> who, like, yeah. A, got you a fake ID, which I have a funny story about that. Nice. Um, And, but yeah, I was like, this is amazing. So <laughs> Before I turned 21, I was Stacy Steiner for like ever. <laughs> I had her ID in my wallet. I went to mingles with that ID so much that I left my wallet there once, and I walked in, and the girl behind the bar was like, Stacy, you left your purse here. And I was like, oh nice. my God. I was like, yeah. Like, thank you for not looking at any of the credit cards or anything that was in there, or my student ID that clearly had a different name and oh, picture wow. on it. Awesome. I don't know how I got away with that. It was I, super sketch.
0: I had two fake IDs and i should have realized bars were easier but i got them when i was 18 in hawaii and uh, back alley and it was my real name but uh, it was all oregon id so i just gave places i actually knew in Oregon, right? gresham and uh so first one got taken at uh the tds which was across from the dorms um oh
2: okay yeah
0: and then the second one um I got taken, I think it was uh definitely Northridge, probably. Um
2: they did not mess around there. Oh they the no, they had the book.
0: Yeah. And but at that time I got it taken away, I was joining the Pike House, and the guy who originally took away my ID at TDs goes, Hey buddy, I think I have something for you. And I oh. go to his room and he's like, he oh. gives my ID back. And I was like, <laughs> it pays to not- have friends like that and Only so at University
2: of Wyoming would that happen yeah like you could be that lucky too and,
0: like, and get so that, that worked yeah and and then um but then like by the time I was 20 we were going to the parlor a lot and uh I mean when I turned 21 that all the people that work there were like what you're 21 what and I was like hey I'm not trying to get a free <laughs> shot or anything nobody got in trouble <laughs>
1: like, I,
2: you're like yeah. I don't need my my free kamikaze yeah thank you. Like, i'm yeah.
0: good <laughs> nobody got in trouble or anything yeah and within like a couple of weeks i was djing there and i wasn't it was such it was the first time like i became a dj and it was out of the blue it was nothing i really thought about that i was gonna be doing yeah and the manager came up and was like hey rude uh you like music and i was like absolutely and he's like you want to be a dj and i was like yes Absolutely.
2: Please sign yeah. me
0: up. And all I knew was how the guys would just come in with their milk crates of CDs. That's what I knew I had to do. But beyond that, I had no clue. And uh, <laughs> so the parlor you're
1: self,
2: so you're self-taught? Yeah. The parlor. I mean, okay. they showed me I
0: use the equipment I figured it out, but I like um I always say the parlor's my eight mile, like M M&M, Like that's where. So when I, I go back and visit <laughs> every awesome. so often, when people like you, if you were in town, let's go to the parlor at like nine, and then get the hell out, like just to see it for old times' sake. They have another side oh, of the parlor now, um, that back room. Really, okay. So, but it's really. like
2: the, the mecca that was going to yeah. be right. The da- Jason's like brainchild of yeah. amazingness.
0: But it's like down. It's not uh perfectly level with the parlor. It's down a few stairs. And so okay, yeah. kind of feels in between the buckhorn and the parlor. We call it purgatory because it's okay. not like <laughs> I, and we're old folk now, so we don't go hang out there. I think we try to go there once with uh Josh Clapp and his wife, and uh we're just like, like
2: this is so awkward. Yeah,
0: it, we're I'm way old right now, like but it was nostalgic and hung out for a little bit. But anytime somebody comes to town. That hasn't been to the parlor in a while. I'm like, yep, let's go see it. And then I'll just get go, out like, of here. yes,
2: look at it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're too old. What was
2: that? What was that other bar? I don't know if this was Jason's thing, too. It was on, mm, it was on Third Street.
0: It was on the corner. It was in a basement. Oh, okay. Yeah. It had
2: those tree trunks and we drank, I'll I, I remember there is drinking the O and go.
0: Yeah. Um. That oh. was, it could have been Cactus Jacks, I think. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. Okay. And that I Ray, was, um,
0: I came back for my 20, no, my 10 year reunion and Ray was working there and I had Owen goes just about time before I got diabetes, like just, <laughs> like,
2: right. it's like hmm.
0: it probably, <laughs> uh, incurred, it helped get me into the diabetes. Push,
2: just yeah. pushed her right over the edge. That so And
0: her, the yeah. amount of Mountain Dew sure. I drank. Was definitely going to (laughs) do me in. And I didn't know it was so, like, it's so runs through my family. I didn't know everybody kind of kept it tight lipped. I was like, that kind of health information would have been cool.
2: I could have maybe made some different choices in my life, right? Yeah.
0: Not gone crazy. Not um, so much Taco Bell after being drunk.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Dude, I'm 40 and I still have to do that every once in a while. I still Taco
1: Bell. My like, my
2: my kids my, they all say it to me, they're like, "Hey, it's gonna be a taco bell night. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. No, I'm, I'm good. They know
0: Ray and Amanda oh. love Taco Bell. Like they could go anywhere. Yes. always. okay,
2: so do I hear something really funny? You know that I had my current husband and I had dinner with them the night before we got married.
0: Oh, wait, that sounds familiar. That's awesome though. Yes, that sounds familiar. You got married in Vegas? Yes,
2: we did. All yes. Right yeah
0: nice was it yeah, okay planned out and all that good stuff people on- um yes okay yeah, yeah no
2: that was it was on purpose
0: okay good. so <laughs>
2: um if we're going chronologically you know because like i am such a type a person okay and, yes. like, so going so going to i wish we were of decided to be, go to nursing school yeah um and um ryan and i got engaged like right in the summer of after my he had graduated i had just finished my sophomore year of college we got engaged, but like knew we weren't going to get married until I graduated. Um, and so went to nursing school there for two years um, and graduated in June. And then we got married like a month after I graduated from college. Um, and I, but before that, uh, and I don't do you, re- I can't remember, like, I don't even know if I knew who you were at this uh-huh. point in time i mean like, maybe they like i think they talked about you a little bit but like i had never met you yeah but you know that um like six months before we got married is when he got diagnosed with diabetes oh, it yeah. was like super scary remember that like he was in the hospital for like yeah. a month like almost died um it was like so messy and horrible um but yeah like he just he like he got like a virus like a like a flu bug or whatever and it just kept <laughs> I'm getting worse and not better. And then finally one morning, like he didn't recognize me He wow. I didn't know who I was. And I was like, I think we probably, and he like couldn't walk. Like I had to go get my neighbor to like help, help me take him to the hospital. And he ended up like getting intubated. It was a mess. Oh, yeah. He was in the hospital and like it, his blood sugar was like almost a thousand.
1: Oh, wow. Wow. I
2: know. Right. Um, so that was like, that was like a rough, I mean, like got married to the and like, I mean, that was a rough go with yeah. that in the beginning, but he got on an insulin pump. Like once we got health insurance, <laughs> I started my job and we got health and, and in that time too, he finally got, he had been working at Ace Hardware, um, for a little uh, while, yeah. but then he got that job, um. Yeah doing like the video he was like in charge of like video conferencing Uh like scheduling the text and stuff he got that job with UWTV, um and so then he i think he actually did get health insurance
1: yeah right
2: right away like right when he got diagnosed or whatever like it didn't cover that hospital stay but um he at least had it for like moving forward yeah so then he got an insulin like once i started working um he got an insulin pump because my first job i actually commuted i think you were. I was still working in Cheyenne when you moved back.
1: I would yes,
2: I commuted over that hill three to four days a week for a year and a half. It was a horrible, horrible decision. You
0: lost a lot of Um, your life, just
2: the
0: stress and traveling.
2: Right. One night I got stuck at the Lincoln Monument. I worked. I was working days then, and there was a horrible snowstorm. It was like April, right? Of course, when all the bad snowstorms like happened, I got stuck up there until like three o'clock in the morning. And I called the nursing supervisor. This was back with like some you know like brick Nokia (laughs) phone that I had. I called the nursing supervisor, and I was like, "Hey, I'm like it's almost like two a.m. and like I haven't made it home yet. I was like, I'm not sure I'm gonna like make it back tomorrow morning." And she said, "Mm, Hey, we're really short staffed, like you're gonna need to come in. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine. I was 23, like definitely like can handle it. But yeah. um, so I worked on like a med surge floor um for like a year and a half. And then after I almost went off the road like four times in like a month, I was like, Yeah, I, I think I-, I think I'm done with this. So I got a job sure. at Ivinson. Nice. Um in like the pre and post surgery department oh, yeah. there. Um, and I did that. I am trying to think. yeah, I had Austin. and then I got um, I got pregnant with Austin in two thousand and five and had him while I was working like, there. So I have a sixteen year old now, That's which seems like crazy. not humanly possible, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, and then what did I do? Oh, I was the manager there for I got promoted. I got a manager job there for a while. And then in two thousand and eight, I had Abby. And um decided to go work labor and delivery. Um for I did that. Like I just worked like every other weekend um when she was after she was born until we left Wyoming. So
0: I remember where, when she was young, she would scoot across the floor on her knees for a long time, like the half kind of she wouldn't <laughs> walk. She just was Oh, no, oh my
2: gosh both of those kids drove me insane. Neither of them walked until they were almost 18 months old. I had them freaking at like whatever that developmental preschool yeah. was like getting tested. I was convinced I had like handicapped children. You were and worried they just-
0: about her and Yes, they
2: just weren't ready to walk. I was like, um, "You're gonna hate I, it
0: when she can." <laughs>
2: <laughs> um I also remember when Austin was a baby. We used to go to Lovejoy's all the time on Friday nights. I'd yeah. to bring him in there, right, in his baby carrier. I'm like, "I'm not giving up happy hour just because I'm a mom." Like, shh, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. So, and like,
0: yeah, I remember that. That was my one of my last memories of of Abby. And next thing you know, what is What's fourteen? Twelve? She's
2: fourteen. What'd you say 14 oh
0: going on 36 or something like that?
2: Yes, yeah, for sure. I was yes. like, oh, she's wow. Yeah, she's definitely um like Austin is very uh he and I are very similar. Like we're super type A, like we want to yeah. be on time to things, like he cares about school, but like and does and like they both actually I will say this, they're both actually like pretty good students. They good. they think I was nerdy, but I mean they're not like you know like Mensa candidates or anything <laughs> like like Ray and Amanda's kids probably will be
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: but um like they they do like fine in school or whatever but uh yeah no she's mm, she's something else so yeah
0: well like Jeff's daughter Chloe Jeffrick Chloe yeah oh my god she's I don't know how she she's how- like he's gonna handle I think she has like a senior boyfriend she might be she fifteen or sixteen.
2: She's she is um gonna be she's gonna be seventeen in okay, June. Then. Okay, because she's like seven months older than Austin. Gotcha. But yeah. yeah,
0: she's full. She's of a senior fast. boyfriend.
2: Oh my gosh! Yeah. I'm sure he's just loving all that, oh, yeah. right?
0: He's like.
2: And Ethan is going to the University of Wyoming. Yeah, he's right? here
0: around okay. him on occasion. And, cool. and him every once in a while, um, yeah. I I was like. If you need a job i'll hire you but it's hard it's really hard i don't work in video conferencing. i work in it nowadays and i we fix classrooms and so there's a lot of work that goes into it and knowledge and and such so i was like it's hard but it's a job you could go work somewhere else but this one will give you opportunities and maybe certifications for the future if you're into And you're probably not
2: working on like Saturday night from like 9 p.m. to 2 a.m., right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, limited, like there's night shifts, but there's no weekend stuff. I'm like-
2: Oh, that's awesome.
0: Rarely on call. Like it's, I don't know, it was a weird shift because they got rid of the outreach school. And- uh, Oh,
2: really? Okay. And a
0: dumb move by a president we no longer have. And uh, because her and the new provost had never worked at universities where they ran it the way we did, or it's a centralized mm-hmm. thing, not by department. And so, like, we're getting rid of all of it, and we are like thirty percent of enrollment. We're major players in the game. They've not yeah. reached that kind of numbers since. Like, they're not even more close to that. Well,
2: and what a what a time to have missed out on that opportunity. Oh, yeah. right. The ability to video conference yeah. your entire yeah. I, I mean, oh my.
0: We, I run into some of my former coworkers around campus, and we're like, we had a slam dunk COVID. Cause we were right. ready for it. We were all about distance learning, like no matter what shape form it was, video conferencing, right. sending tape. Like, and so I actually thrived in my position cause I knew so much about video conferencing and Zoom. Right. And so- um, So you I guys
2: use Zoom as your platform? Yeah, that, that like, you're a, Okay.
0: We went from, yeah. Skype. Oh man, that's rough. I don't. I've used yeah, that for a long time. I don't think um,
2: I went, We're on Teams now. We went. Yeah, we use teams. To teams. Yeah,
0: we use Teams for like um, inter-campus communications. I have channels and stuff with yeah. certain issues. But uh, the university uses Zoom. We have like an enterprise license. It um kind of started with by like a instructional designer in the outreach school just going out on their own and and finding this, and they were like. Well, it broke. I don't know how to work it. And I'm like, I don't know how to work it. You never pass this by me. And next thing I know, it was the way. All polycoms are gone, Tambergs were gone. Um
2: awesome. it, you're like, we can do this on everyone's phone. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Now
0: I gotta troubleshoot their phone. Because <laughs> yeah. So um Well,
2: that's cool. I, I yeah. and and the best part is like you've continued to be a University of Wyoming employee, which oh, yeah. is clutch for life, really. Yeah, I mean. they,
0: identified five of us from the outreach school for it work and a lot of the jobs made sense but they were like okay you're going to keep doing this video man conference managing stuff for a year and then they found me a job which i'm now um classroom technology supervisor and so i I have i have student texts i I think that was a big part of it like you manage students i'm like okay but i used to only have to worry about like so many cam uh classrooms on campus and then all around the state and now I have to worry about them all like every anywhere there's technology and it breaks down (laughs) I am part of that machine um we don't fix like computers that's the only thing I don't do we have a different department that handles a lot of that but
1: it's all the stuff
0: that plugs into it and like projectors microphones speakers it's kind of like a mini studio that like an instructor stands up there and so I kind of yeah and like one he of our,
2: some of your old life while so it's like transitioning yeah. that to something new and yeah. one of our
0: old engineers steve oh steve wow uh uh jim petty he was at UWTV. then he went to oh i know his, him hey, yeah. yeah and now he, and he works in that for i.t so when i got into it he was kind of like a good mentor to have and because we'd known each other for so long um i mean he knows my stepdad and everything so he's about to retire this summer. I'm like, don't go, please don't go. And um, so, what happened
2: to Allie Grossman?
0: She works, uh, still on campus. Um, I want to say part of the marketing side. Okay. Um, Mary and her both do
2: both went over there. Yeah. Okay. What about Jay?
0: Jay retired like right before the pandemic. Okay. Yeah. But he's still in Wyoming. His wife's in like Arizona. I mean, they, she's, I think it's Arizona, but she, uh, um, runs like tutoring stuff, but I didn't know he was still out here. So, yeah, but uh, Jim told me that, but yeah. Um, Steve costin they're retired up to, uh, Centennial, but I think they're in Minnesota now. And, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm
2: sorry. There go. You. Uh, know, yeah. I'm sorry. It's, I hate the wrong button. <laughs> I, was, I like didn't
0: know what I was doing there. It was interesting. <laughs> with, You're talking about Ryan's diabetes. He taught me how to drink on diabetes, which, oh
2: well,
0: yeah, I know. I know I was, I was very good in the very, when I got in New York, um, people well, on my weekends were like Monday, Tuesday. So I really wasn't yeah. out partying a whole lot. And so, and I was really very like, oh, I can't drink and, or just wasn't drinking. Right. And then I got back here and it was like, you can drink vodka and whiskey inside
2: with diet coke, with diet. not I
0: mean, with, with sugar-free
1: mixers.
0: (laughs) And and, uh, so like my first doctor visit, I'm here in Wyoming. I'm like, oh, it's going to be bad. It's not gonna be good. I've been boozing it up so much. I've been partying so much and calmly was like, keep doing what you're doing do it. You have great blood sugars. And I was like, I don't know if that's the word you should be using right now. On my party lifestyle.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah.
0: Keep doing what you're doing. I was like, oh my.
1: Thanks. But
0: I I preach the no sugar drinking to a lot of people. And I'm like, you won't have a hangover if you keep that sugar. Right. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. Like it's the orange juice mixed with everything that's killing you for sure. Yeah. Also drinking good booze. That also helps. Yeah.
0: True. True. A
2: lot. Yes. Which is something that you learn as you get older. Oh,
0: yeah. So. Oh, yeah. i went through a long yeah. time of uh vodka waters i started drinking uh, it in vegas and <laughs> i was like i'm hydrated but i'm hammered like this is
1: the best, the best.
0: yeah
2: yes so. i am definitely a uh vodka diet tonic and red oh, wine you. person like those are my two gotcha the two drinks of the moment so I anyway. switched to
0: Crown now. I'm Crown and Diet.
2: Oh well, that's very classy. Oh my god, I was
0: I abused the hell out of Jack Daniel's and I uh, don't want to drink it. Was
2: ti- it was t- time, t- time to, to move on. on to yeah, so I, was be like, I like, it.
0: I like Crown. It's a little more smoother now, but I didn't like Crown back then. So
2: yeah, I know it's but, funny well, how that all yeah yes
0: and uh, yeah so left you off it. You move oh. away from Wyoming.
2: Yes so um unfortunate turn of events ryan lost his job with the athletic he had moved over to the athletics department and lost his job with them and um and i'll just like get this out of the way into that right now it was then that it came to light that he had a little bit of an addiction drinking problem um and so we decided uh you know we were gonna like try and like make this work and get him, get him help and then get to a place where we had some more support. So his parents lived like not in Kansas city, but they live and they still do. They live about an hour, an hour and a half North of Kansas city. And so we decided to move out here um, to just be with, be close to someone that could like, you know, just help us and be supportive and everything like that. So Um, I actually got a job managing a surgery center for a company called HCA. Um, I managed one of their surgery centers for a little while, um, like a year and a half. And, um, that was, it was a, it was an okay job. I, everybody that worked for me was at minimum 25 years older than me.
1: Oh,
2: and, um, yeah, so that was it was not they i came in one day and i was like okay so i'm like we're gonna start um enforcing the attendance policy and they were like do you not care about us as people (laughs) like oh no but i like that somebody has to show up here to work and y'all need to be on time so Yes. yes i am gonna start enforcing the attendance policy um and unfortunately during that time it just did not Ryan was just really struggling and, um, I came to the decision that, uh, even though my kids were only four and six at the time that we would probably, it would just be the best and safest choice if we, if Ryan and I were not together. Yeah. Um, so we got divorced at the end, it was fine. It was final at the end of 2012, um, which is. And he's just, you know, he's, he's had his struggles and he is doing better now. Like, like, you know, he's engaged has, um, to a girl named Emily, I think they're getting married this summer. Um, he still lives in the Kansas city area. Um, I'm actually out in Lawrence now. I moved from the, (laughs) I moved from the most liberal town in Wyoming to the most liberal town in Kansas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but how i ended up there so while i was and i were getting divorced and i had these two tiny little kids at home um there was this job that opened up at the hospital that i was like attached to my surgery center doing um clinical value analysis which i had like no idea what that was yeah but it was basically the nurse for supply chain (laughs) like I which just sounds like, you're like, is that a made up job? And I was like, is this a made up job? Does this actually exist? <laughs> and the person that had that role worked with me a lot as the um, director of the surgery center. So I went and she told me she was leaving and I was like, are they going to replace you? And she's like, well, yeah, like nobody else has my job here. She's like, is that? And I'm like, oh, does anyone report to you? She's like, no. And I'm like, oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> I think this could
2: have potential, and I, I don't know how, but I ended up like with zero and, like minus zero knowledge of supply chain. I ended up getting that job, huh. um, and so basically, like, I would like look for opportunities for the hospital to save money on the supplies that they bought, and then if we had like items that we needed to convert from like one vendor to another, I managed that. Like that's the basic gist of the job. And if people had like a clinical issue with a supply, I like fixed it, worked on it. Like that's a very simplistic version, but that's basically what I did for, I did that for four and a half years. And while I was there, um, my, uh, my boss came to me and he's like, I think you need to like go back. He's like, you need to go do something. He's like, you're going to get bored. Like you need to go back to school um, like do something or whatever. And I was like, okay, um, fair. Uh, so in, when was that? September of, or August of 2014, I um, enrolled in the university of at UMKC, which is university of Missouri, Kansas yeah. city, um, into their MBA program. Um, cause I knew like, I sat in front of a computer all day long, I knew that I needed to like go to school in person, <laughs> or yeah. I was like not going to learn anything, and I would just put it off and like be able to get away. So I hired a nanny for the evenings and I went to school at night for two nights um, a week for like three years
1: uh-huh.
2: um, and got my MBA. And actually, like a month or two after I started school, I had like dated a little bit, you know, kind of off and on in between all that with. Uh, a few people or whatever, but nothing Uh that was ever like super serious. And then, um, I was at a happy hour and some of my girlfriends were like, you need to get on Tinder so we can like, see like (laughs) who's on there. Like we're all married. Like we are like never going to like get the chance to do this. So like, we are going to live vicariously through you, please. Let's just like sit here and look at people. I'm like, okay, sure. Whatever. Like Tinder matched with him that night and we went on a date two days later and here we are, uh, eight years and five kids. Oh, actually six, which I'll get into that in a second too. Um, we have five kids that live here in, um, Kansas with us. He has his, our 24 year old girl, 20 year old boy and a 16 year old girl. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, he and I met and like, yeah, it was fall of 2014. And then we got married, um, a year, like in the, in the summer of 2016. So, and then after I got my MBA, the company that I was working for, where they were like, Hey, um, since you got that, 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 uh, MBA and I got a, because we had to let you had to pick like an emphasis and they had a supply chain emphasis. And I was like, yeah. Like I, I know yeah. enough about that. Like that's what, And it was like, I don't know. It was kind of a joke. But uh, so I did that. And they're like, do you want to be a supply chain director for <laughs> one of our hospitals? And I was like, and I, I was married by then. And I yeah. was like, yeah, I could probably like go back to managing people again. Um, so I did that at this um, like medium sized hospital. It's called Menorah Medical Center. I worked there for almost three years. And then I got contacted by, uh, like, you know, in the medical, in the supply chain, like medical device sales industry, like everybody knows everyone. It's kind of, uh, yeah, just a very small um, group of people. And the uh, supply chain director job at a larger hospital, but a completely different system in town uh, opened up. And so, and I ended up getting that. So I worked for or I currently still do work for a company called Advent Health. They're mostly based out of Florida, um, but it and it's their Advent. It's an Adventist um, health system.
1: Okay.
2: Um, but I'm was i the supply. Or I was a supply chain director for them for like two and a half years, and then I just got a promotion. I'm the, now I'm the regional, which is so I'm the regional supply chain director. So I have the Shawnee Mission campus, and then um, three other hospitals, and we're building a fourth one. Um, so yeah, I say this and then, so now I do things like pick out furniture and, um, like order medical. It's, <laughs> if anybody would have told me in nursing school 20 years ago that this is yeah. what I was going to be doing, I would have been like, oh my goodness, like never in a million years, but <laughs> I love it. Um, and I have like 50 people that report to me and, um, uh, not directly, but right. through the, you know, through the, all that. And it's a great job. Um, so yeah, so my husband's name is Bill, um, he is a, uh, so he worked in retail sales management for like a really long time and he's, um, like nine years older than me.
1: Um,
2: he, uh, worked at, um, like Best Buy and he was, actually the store manager of Circuit City, they (laughs) recruited him to come work there. It's like, Hey, we've got a whole new, this was in 2008. Like, we've got a whole new business model. Like, we're not going anywhere. They recruited them to come be the store director, and they closed six months. They went bankrupt uh, six months later. Dang. He said they took them all out to Vegas, and, like, everybody got a t- – all the, all the store directors, like, got a new TV, and they're like, we've got a new plan for Serpent City. You're all going to, like – we're going to come back stronger than ever and within a month. They were like closing all the stores. Um, And then he worked at, there's this place in Kansas City called Nebraska Furniture Mart, um, which is like what I would akin to like American Furniture Mart in Denver, kind of like a similar model or whatever. Um, So he worked there for a while. That's where he was working when I met him. And then um, he was just kind of done working in retail sales. So he ended up getting a job um, with a government contractor. Because he's also in the National Guard and he had a uh, had a secret has like a security clearance. And he basically got this job with this contractor because with Northrop Grumman Uh, because he had a like because he had the security clearance. Like, we'll teach you how to do the job. We just need you to have that um, (laughs) title or that um, certification or whatever. So he actually um, works in Leavenworth. So we live in Lawrence though, because when when he and his ex-wife moved to the to the area, they lived in Lawrence and um, their kids. We, when we got married, um Austin and Libby, the two we had there are the same age, they were going into fifth grade and Abby was going into third grade. So we decided that the best way to keep the kids out of the car was for us to just live here in Lawrence because like he had 50, 50 custody of his kids and Uh I had mine a hundred percent of the time. And so that just, so we ended up, so here I am back to driving 45 minutes to work every day again. But I gotta be honest when I lived in North Kansas city and I um, had, and I worked on the South side of town, I would sometimes spend, I would often spend 45 minutes in the car minimum. So it's fine but we make it work. Um, but he is actually in Jordan, like the country right Holy now. Cow. He's he's deployed there um, until, uh, I'm not supposed to say.
0: Further like, notice. Till
2: towards the, for, for the next few months. I am not going to see him before Christmas. Well, uh, wow. for sure. Um, awesome. when I, I hit that back. I'm not going to see him for Thanksgiving. I will probably see him for Christmas. Um, so, I know, I know. It's like, I myself, I'm like, hey, you were a single mom for like five years, like, and your kids were tiny and like couldn't drive themselves anywhere. But, um, yeah, he so, and I, so it's, a, I have a driver now, which is the best thing ever. Um, oh, yes, so fabulous. Yes. actually, that's him knocking on my door right now. Uh, hey, Austin, just give me a few minutes, okay? All right um uh, so
0: anyway uh it, that, <laughs> yeah it's your life um it is very interesting that you were a nurse and now you're supply chain i know and and, and that it, supply chain word is such a hot topic word, oh right oh my gosh <laughs> yeah okay.
2: and so, so this is what's funny um i'm not trying to act like i'm all about a bag of potato chips but because of COVID and supply chain was like such a hot, you know, we I mean, just yeah. like, no, no one cared about it, right? Until like, it was like the topic of like, you know, how we were gonna like make or break this. I actually got leader of the year for 2020 <laughs> because they're like, yeah, that was kind of rough. Um, and to be honest, like, it's getting, I mean, they're like, I'm mean, gonna tell you about it. It's like, certainly getting a lot better, like, we we have we all have ppe like out the wazoo cuz we bought all all of us all hospitals like bought so much of stuff yeah. you know in the beginning of that um and but now it's just you know it's everything it's not just like gloves and masks and stuff it's you know there's still there's there's still like 65 um cargo ships sitting in the ocean off of long beach wow. um and our everything's in there our cars <laughs> our
0: computers our stuff uh
2: we're yes, up everything in technology is, and I'm, and I'm sure you're well aware of the chip shortage like oh, yeah. that's probably um been very impactful to you um so yeah
0: anytime i get that, a piece of equipment ordered like we order it and it comes in mm-hmm. i'm always like what part of you caused this thing <laughs> to be delayed like <laughs> six months yes. i'm like what so much you- so. <laughs> yeah i'm
1: like um, and, and
2: if i hear someone say to me one more time in these unpre- if, if, if i have a vendor come to me and do the presentation and say to me one more time in these unprecedented times i'm going to like lose my shit like, yeah but yeah. C- i'm sorry i didn't ask can we cuss on this show oh yeah of course little bit okay But well, we haven't like we're pretty
1: good i know i'm, I'm, I'm actually body pretty mouth. proud of
2: myself that's <laughs> definitely part of my vocabulary because yeah, i'm not i can't really cuss at work because I, we're uh all you know yeah, professional and stuff so all, oh yeah right. we, yes yeah we, and
0: you do hr classes not to tr- swear at work <laughs> i get that
2: <laughs> yes. yeah I'm, so um uh yes, it is uh it was definitely a switch and I'm and my license because I just that's just a good idea yeah. to do I keep my nursing license but um this has been like something that I it's weird like I really I like it and I get because I get to do my favorite thing which is talk to people all day long like
1: good so yes.
2: I love it yeah nice yeah so well, okay, and I guess one more, I gotta say one more story. Okay, yes. Please. <laughs> my um my husband actually has a long lost son that he didn't know about. Oh wow. Yeah, that is he's 30 now. Uh, we just got to meet him this past um, it's a whole long Wow. story that I won't like get into the whole thing or whatever but he came to our house for uh new year's this year and so that was really fun so we actually have like I'm, I'm always saying I'm so used to saying we have five kids and uh we actually have six
0: a so blended yes. family to the extreme. oh my
2: god yes yes
0: I understand that I mean I have a stepsister yeah. and and, and yeah. my parents been divorced since I was six so um it's you know I, when i say something like my uncle i'm like well it's kind of my step-uncle but i've known him as my right. uncle since i was five years old Yeah, not that long my mom and mike have been married right, my mom and, st- and my dad and stepmom had been married longer to each other than they were to my parents like to each other
2: right and, yeah
0: and okay. so but yeah it was definitely i didn't have to have like three extra siblings i had one We'd go on trips to with my dad, and my stepsister, right, and I, I'm always like, "How do we?" They had like a little tiny Honda. Somehow, the five of us fit in it with our <laughs> luggage. Like, I was like, "How did this work?"
2: And you were probably like so excited, right, to yeah. like go do whatever you oh, were yeah. doing. Yes,
0: they were really good about um, taking us all over the place, like the ocean, um, lava mm-hmm. caves, like doing activities and stuff, and. Um, I mean, because my mom was working all the time, so she wasn't doing that. Uh, right. You know, yeah, being a single mom and stuff. and and so I would go out with them. and uh, they would culture me up. and I right, probably dr- you know, drug my heels a little bit more than I should have. But I've always thanked my stepmom later in life. I was like, you know, I really enjoyed that stuff and I have knowledge today. About the things I did as a kid, I may not appreciate them, but I do appreciate it now. She's like, "Oh, that means a lot to me," and I'm like, "Oh." I was like, I like a lot of stuff now because of that, because of those exposure, right? Right. Arts and like the world and such, and nature and everything. Yeah, and
2: and I always have to remember with my kids, like the things that they talk about are like the places that we taken them like that Uh, when they're like talking about um and we always like we almost always with with that many kids we mostly drive yeah because it's just easier um to have a car but we I put one summer we went to Myrtle Beach and Nate couldn't go because that's my stepson because he had just gotten a job but we put four of the kids in my Kia Sorento and drove to Myrtle Beach oh my god I know it was <laughs> that was and i think oh yeah we had like a little like a uh, hit cargo hitch thing over to put some of all our right. luggage in the back but um yeah
1: wow my dog is very
2: concerned
1: oh, yeah. right I yes just,
2: we made it we made yeah. it back everything was fine in, so. in
0: my last podcast interview you never like the dog was wandering around all the time but you could just hear the chain just jingles <laughs> and i'm like yes. do you have a dog you know and then it jumped up on like by, behind her and she's like oh yeah there it is and i was like i'd explain it at the end i was like everybody that was actually like a dog jangling it's it's collar not her just playing Christmas with
2: belt? yeah <laughs> i was, yeah, was like
0: that's what it was yeah um but yeah and so yes there's a dog in the room we pointed him out we talked about him early in the episode
2: yeah uh, that's right
0: i think we did yeah
2: yeah no we i showed you a
1: picture yeah. of him yeah yeah
0: so I got one last Kevin question. Kevin and Daisy. For you. Kevin,
1: yes, one Daisy. last question. One last question. All and right.
0: it's always, you know, I ask them everybody since it's called All okay. My Friends. How'd we meet?
2: Uh, I remember this. Okay. You had driven all day from drove here from you drove to Laramie from New York, right? Yeah. Like you drove, right. okay. And you came to like we all met at Lovejoys that night. Wow. Yeah, it was like right around your birthday, I think.
1: No, no, after my birthday. After
2: your birthday, okay. Um, but yeah, and you because you were like the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> right? Like, they all talked about you like all the time, and they're like, Yeah, he's like just such a good dude, Emily. Like, he's gonna fit right in with like our whole like thing we have going on here, which was like hanging out in our living room watching sports on Saturday morning a lot or mm-hmm. on Saturday afternoons, but yeah. um. Yes, that was, I, uh, wow. It was like right after you got divorced from, yeah. Me, from Sally yeah. yeah, that you came out there. Yeah. So it was at, very apropos. It was at Lovejoys, of course.
0: I think yeah. there was a time and maybe it was my, might've been my 10 year reunion. And I'm, we may have popped in at your house, but you were like sick or asleep or something. And so we couldn't be there very long. You might've been sick. And so you're like, you might be like, hi, Rude, Rude. Like, it wasn't like a too formal. Okay. Movie, so yeah. what, what year? Would it what year would It would have been 2002.
2: Or, you know, that's when I worked nights.
0: Maybe there's something to get like that. I was, I was like sleeping
2: yeah. or something. Yeah. Did you come? Okay. And then, and now this is making me think, I'm sorry, I'm going to keep on dragging this yeah. on forever and ever, but. <laughs> I I went to this like on a game day, I went to this party at Ty's dad's like that, whatever that house BPS, that he had.
1: Yeah.
2: Yes. And I I met Wheat that day. Oh and yeah. Just, <laughs> and we're, and, but, we're, I'm like, I had to think about that. I was like, was that rude that was there that day? And I was like, no, that was that was wheat. But yeah, that's like my actual first memory of you was meeting you that night at Love time.
0: That's cool. Yes. I went straight down to Love Joys. No, I probably right. first and
2: probably said hi to your mom. I'm loving, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. Moved in. Yes, yes. moved in. <laughs> no, we're like no. For, the drinking months. The drinking months commence. Yeah, we must.
0: And I Like, um, <laughs> I didn't get hired at UW till May, and I moved back in April, and so it was like, I had some money saved up, so it was a month of partying for me like that I could
2: amazing right now Yeah, actually.
0: I couldn't wait to get to work. Like it was the first time like as long as I've not been employed in my life.
1: Right. and
0: had like money that I that right. I <laughs> could live off. So I was like wow. And so when work started I was like I this is great. This is finally doing something productive Then, you know sleeping in or whatever and then, you know, living at home with my parents was and wow. I live in the, I bought that house. I live in that house.
2: Oh, my gosh. That one with the window, like with yeah. the little like vestibule, or not, whatever it's called, it, like the like the greenhouse kind of when you first walk. Okay. Yeah, over the there, over by the duplex that Ryan and I used to live in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay.
0: Corner of Navajo and Indian Hills. But so we, where
2: did they go? They moved okay. to Vegas. Um, oh, that's right. That's right. I about 2010,
0: okay. they moved to Las Vegas. And I moved in here and was trying to sell the place for them. It didn't. Quite worked out. Uh, 2011, I met my my current girlfriend. Yeah, years now, and uh, I think we bought the house
2: 2015.
0: Okay. uh, Yeah, and so I mean, it's a house that I never like. This is the longest I've ever lived in one place. It's crazy, awesome. And uh, but it wasn't a house like I went to high school or anything like that. There was no sentimental. Like if we sold tomorrow, I'd be okay. You'd be fine. Yeah, right. Fine. I I know.
2: I don't know what the market's like there. You probably sell it crazy. for a
0: good, yeah.
2: But then where would you go? Like,
0: like yeah, we have been looking around, and yeah, I'm like the the prices prices are so high for houses that, and, and it would bump up our value too, and it will because we've had it looked at. But I was like, they're just crazy. They need to like plateau, or I don't want it to crash or anything. But
2: I know just it does need interest uh, yeah. rates are going up. I think it'll probably. Yeah. Um, it'll calm down a little bit it, i would say it would have to i i got my tax bill for um, the house and i was like oh yeah okay that, yeah that's good times okay. so um well this was so much fun yeah i like, i am am i like avid podcast listener um so this i i was like oh my gosh i'm so excited i get to do this <laughs>
0: I wanna thank Emily for being on the show. A little backstory for you: I met her now ex-husband Ryan through our broadcasting majors at the University of Wyoming. It's no longer a major at the University of Wyoming. I think they got rid of it during uh, my senior year or my last year on the major. Ryan was a few years younger than me, so I was a TA in a few of his classes and his boss at UWTV. We became friends because we are big pro wrestling fans So it was awesome to hear that his first date with Emily was watching wrestling. On to the next episode.
1: All my friends. All my friends. All my friends with Justin Flaskerud. All my friends, all my friends, all my friends with Justin Flaskerud